genre. TMNT Minute and Reverend Motherverse are proud to present a special podcast event. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Up From Below. A role-playing game played and performed for your entertainment as the fifth entry in the TMNT cinematic series. Starring Adam Sheehan as Michelangelo, Scott Tofty as Leonardo, Chris O'Connor as Raphael, and Ralph Atanasia as Donatello. Rachel Gatlin as Alopex, and your Game Master, Sean Jaffe. Hi everybody, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute Up From Below. That's right, we're playing an RPG, which I recently learned stands for Role Playing Game. Got it right in one. You heard those luscious credits read by our very own Ralph Atanasia. Ralph, what's up? I have no idea. Ralph's on a fantastic (laughs) new microphone this time. Uh, Adam Sheehan, how are you doing? I'm fine. And Rachel's here. Hi, Rachel. Hello. And Chris is always here somewhere lurking in the background. (laughs) And uh, I'd like to introduce everyone one more time to our fantastic game master, Mr. Sean Jaffe. Hi, Sean. Hello. Welcome back. We're doing it again. Episode five. All right. Let's get right into this. We need to figure out who's doing the recap. Do you want to you want to let us know who's doing the damage? All right. Remember, you do this in character. Here's the thing. Uh, if you don't know it or you forgot something, other people can jump in also in character and help. Okay. I thought we would just lose five HP and move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just mysteriously injured by your lack of knowledge. <clears throat> You're describing my 20s. Okay. It's Leo. I knew it was going to be me. Son- okay. <laughs> so uh, it's been a while since we played the last round. Okay. So from what I remember, I got attacked by a giant shark monster. He said something ominous to me. Uh, uh, oh man, what did he say to me? He said something really ominous to me. I think it was, uh, beware weapon zero, wasn't it, Leo? Yeah, weapon zero. That's right. Okay. So he said, beware weapon zero. And then we fought some of the left foot. The group got back together. Donnie was hanging out with, with April. And I think Casey hung out with Raph and we all converged in Chinatown and we beat up some members of the left foot and, uh, we interrogated them and found out that Murakami Wolf had hired them. Murakami Wolf, who also owned the boat that Alopex's lifeboat was severed from at the beginning of the story. Uh, and then I, I think we are headed to a Chinese restaurant to try to, to get some more uh, information as regards to this mystery of our new mutant friend, Alopex. Am I right? Am I close? Yes, that's, that's that it. Was beautiful, that was entirely wrong. That's wrong story. You got it all wrong. <laughs> Fallacious. That was perfect. All right. Can I just say, I, I just had a dumb nerd moment where I was like, Weapon Zero, isn't that Wolverine? And then I said, no, that's Weapon X. <laughs> yeah, I, I, You're not allowed to live here anymore. <laughs> I admitted I admitted, I did a dumb, okay? I did the opposite of that. Well, not opposite, but when we were actually listening, we were doing it the first time, I was like, Weapon Zero, isn't that King Ghidorah? But he's Monster Zero. <laughs> ah. So Weapon Zero is King Ghidorah with adamantium bones and claws. Well, yes. it makes you feel any better. I don't know what anyone's talking about i would watch that movie twice <laughs> either that or it's just a gold three-headed wolverine <laughs> or even better yeah it's, yeah this just keeps getting better and better uh okay so the light is alternating between a sort of sickly green and a violent pink and it's flashing on and off across your face you are standing underneath a neon sign right on the exit ramp of the manhattan bridge in manhattan's chinatown you have deftly maneuvered yourselves to the roof of the Chang Six like restaurant. Ninjas. 
Yes, like ninjas. <laughs> and you can see down through the roof. There's a skylight, and they clearly have a very beautiful sort of top floor ballroom. There's a broad-shouldered man in a black fur coat wearing lots of diamonds and jewels. He's flanked by a couple of bigger guards, also wearing that left foot insignia. And he's sitting at the head of the table, and you can see that he's waiting for other people that are now coming through. Uh, at this point up here, nobody seems to have noticed you. What are the five of you doing? All right, so we're on the roof. We're looking down the skylight. We're trying to see... what? Are, who are we seeing? What are we looking at? Big guy, diamonds. All right. I'm looking up their menu on my T-phone. <laughs> well, I'm guessing that's the kingpin. And I'm looking over Mikey's shoulder at the menu because the Chinese food smells so good. I'm thinking dim sum. Mm. Oh, pot stickers. Yeah. Mm. I think this might be the Mirakami wolf person that their uh, left foot friend was talking about, guys. He does not look like a wolf. So sometimes people are given animal names, Alopex. Leo. But they're still just people. Ah. <laughs> um, I'd like to find a way to get in there. I think we need to get close enough to hear something. What do you guys think? Hey, Big Ears, what do you hear? Yeah, what do I hear? I might be able to give you a hand with that. If I can just adjust the gain on this uh, <clears throat> turtle com, I might be able to turn it into a makeshift microphone amplifier, press it against the skylight, and we can uh, all hear what's going on. Ah, Good awesome. plan, Donnie. That sounds a lot simpler than Alapex just listening. <laughs> uh, Donnie, give me a percentile check. Alapex, uh, I'm also going to need one from you. Okay. 40 even. Uh, two zeros. What does that mean? You got all zeros? Yeah, I got all zeros. That's 100. Oh, okay. Wow, that's that's not good. That's a critical failure. Oh, I have, I have, some, I have some fur stuck in my ear. Just as you're getting your ear to the glass, they do that thing where they're setting up the PA and there's a blast of feedback that, and it just blows out your ears. Mm. That's probably just as I'm turning the volume up on the on the turtle com there. And so it. Yeah, it gets you on both sides. Uh, Donnie, right. what'd you get? 40. But my, I think my like mechanical aptitude or whatever is like 98 or something. Like I, I think I only fell on a 99 or a 100. Hey, look at that. You nailed it. You're like a 98 on computer technology programming. As a matter of fact, uh, you're a 98 on uh, almost all tech except for explosives. Wow, watch out for that. <laughs> Good to know. If we ever have to disarm a bunch of bombs on a dam somewhere. No. <laughs> no. Just don't get a zero. You'll get hit by, I don't know, electric seaweed or something. <laughs> Yeah, we'll suddenly not be able to swim for long periods of time underwater. Electric seaweed dibs on the band name. So, yeah, Alapix's ears are blown out by the sound, but you do manage to get the end of what sounds like a very personal conversation. You hear one of the guards say, yeah, they're all here except for Mr. Kafune and Mr. Zek. The rest have all arrived. <sighs> the guy in the fur coat says, all right. All right, everybody take a seat. This is an important conversation with the five clans. I'm going to turn to the other. Oh, I'm going to turn to the other guys. Go. Kafune, Zek, do those names mean anything to you guys? No. I don't recognize Kafune or Zek, so we, we have a lot of names now. We have Stockman, Kafune, Zek, Murakami, Wolf. I think it's Wolf Murakami. I don't I don't recognize any of them. Let's, uh, if they're still waiting on anybody to show up, let's take a look around the, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm gonna go around the edge of the building and see if I can see anyone pulling up. Okay. Uh, there's one of those little shacks with the stairs leading down into the building at the top of, uh, the roof. You can see there's the remains of an old pigeon coop that 
probably still has some pigeons in it, but it clearly hasn't been tended to in some time. Outside of that, there's not much else up here. Coming around the back of the building, you can see there's a bunch of dirt bikes and motorcycles pulling up, uh, a couple of big Harleys. There's one mm -hmm. huge guy pulling up on a three-wheeler. Oh, a tricycle for grown-ups. <laughs> that looks like fun. Donnie, you should build us one of those. I think you um, did. I'm so excited to get started on that. <laughs> it needs to launch something sewer-related. Like plungers or something. It, it needs to launch out of a bigger vehicle. Like the, the doors open and then a little motorcycle comes out. Yes. Like the back we the back two and front one wheel of something. Yeah. Yes. Like like every Batman motorcycle, it shoots out of something else. <laughs> right. So you see that, and if you go around to the front, there are older men and women that appear to be locals from New York but they almost look like a group that is walking out of a retirement home. A bunch of older people surrounding a mysterious stooped figure wearing a shawl. The door opens for the stooped figure in front, and meanwhile in the back, you can hear the sound of fighting. Hmm. All right. Does anyone Just need to go to check recap, we have biker dudes in the back, we have old people in the front with apparently Yoda, <laughs> and we have a stairway into the building on the roof that we have access to. And what sounds like a party that we weren't invited to. Yeah. And by party, um, I mean awesome sounding fight. Mm. Mm. It doesn't sound like a full knockdown drag out, but it sounds like a few a few punches being thrown back and forth. Is anyone going to go check it out? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make my way towards the, the ledge overlooking the back of the building and get a closer look at this. Maybe I climb down to the fire escape to try to get Me a little too. closer to the action and Ra see what's Raphael, going on. Raphael goes with him. I'm going to stay and keep listening to the stuff. You skitter around to the back, and you see this big guy has gotten off the back of his bike. One dude went to go help him, and he just punched him clean in the mouth. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> the Darth Vader keep, school of management. Keep your friends close, huh? The other biker gang members are all laughing at the guy who got knocked down, and they're all doing a Godfather of Soul kind of thing where they're, like, putting a jacket over their leader. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to do an encore. It's about uh, maybe 15 minutes to midnight. It's really dark out. You're in the middle of Chinatown, and this guy is wearing sunglasses. He has a purple mohawk. As soon as you said Zek, I knew who it was, too. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> <laughs> he smells like body glitter. <laughs> <laughs> Raph, what do you think? We should, should we get closer and go... I think they're just going inside. Let's head back to those stairs at the top on the roof and wake our way down. I think we can get closer to the action if we go through the building. So, Raph, Leo, Leo and Raph, we, we go back up. We climb back up the fire escape. We get to the roof. Uh, and, and I think it would be a good idea for Mikey to check out the front of the building, see what's going on with the old people. Yes, I'll go check out what's going on with the old people. I will, I will also go. I was looking around in my inventory to see if I had some sort of uh, like grappling hook of some kind. Oh, Mikey should really have one. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys are the Ninja Turtles. Of course you have grappling hooks. You all have grappling hooks. I'm not even going to make you roll. Oh, well then. You definitely have them. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a sneak <sighs> down the front of the building. Okay, give me a stealth check. That's a percentile roll. 52. Should I also do one? Yes. Okay. I got a 27, by the way. <sighs> they're, in an uh, they're in an argument. 
you hear the argument and everybody's getting out of the way of the old people in the front. You, you see they're doing something, but you don't know what it is. It looks like they just came from bingo. But anytime any of the big thugs try to mess with them, they are just immediately intimidated and back off before any of these guys can even do anything. This is a pretty serious game of Mahjong that's about to happen. <laughs> they all smell like mothballs. It looks like that's what's about to happen. Uh, you can see they're making their way uh, up from the front. Who went down the back? Leo and Raph. And then we went back up to get to the, the stairs on the top. The last thing you saw was this big guy, the head of the biker gang. He was coming in the back, uh, and he ran into this big Russian mobster, and it looked like they were about to go to just throw down. I'm going first. No, I was going first. And then they just start pushing each other. Meh. This is, this is not exactly a crowd that I want to get in the middle of right now. No, 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 no. When your enemy's beating himself, let him do it. Yeah. Actually, Raph, give me a percentile check. Boop, boop, boop. 74. It looks like most of the major players are here. Like, in your opinion, these are some heavy hitters from all of the New York City gangs. Um, you recognize two of the gang crests. Uh, aside from the left foot insignia, you see also the Purple Dragons, the Hell's Kitchen Roadhogs. Um, it's a large group. Roadhogs. Yeah, hey, Leo, the uh, left foot guy wasn't lying. He's bringing together a bunch of the gangs. Roadhogs. Purple dragons. Aye. What could they all possibly want to do with each other? I think we need to get inside. I think our best bet is to get inside this building and, yeah. and take a close listen at what's going on. Yeah. But stay, stay to the shadows. Yeah, no kidding. Alapex, uh, give me another percentile check. 26. As your hearing is starting to come back, you notice something else. A strange, weird smell. Uh, like copper and salt water you've got all your hackles up the hair on the back of your neck is standing up something's very bad you don't know where you remember it from but you smelled this before it's like smelling the grim reaper it smells like like death something is coming <laughs> my <laughs> my foxy senses are tingling <laughs> okay who's trying to duck down into the building uh leo and raf oh wait are you just leaving us well we let you know as like you know i oh. I, I signal over uh to donnie i'm like hey we're going down Donatello, I want you to keep surveillance going from up here. You might catch something we miss. So Raph and I, we're gonna we're gonna work our way down the steps and see if we can't get a better vantage point. Hey Donnie, how do I turn off the ringer on this this phone thingy? Uh, there's a little there's a dial on the side. Just turn it down. Oh, like on a walkie-talkie. Right, right, right. Yeah, thanks. Excellent. I do that. So you start sneaking into the building, and you can hear different voices talking. Uh, you can pick out Russian, Korean, Chinese, and they all sound really skeptical. A lot of things like, I don't think they've actually got it. So you've snuck down. You're on top of the landing in the stairwell. Are you staying there, or are you going to get closer? Yeah, let's work our way down. Sneaky, sneaky. How can we see from up there? Do we have a Do we have a full vantage point of everything? Yeah, you can't see anything right here. And, and we're we're... And we're in a stairwell, presumably, which has no view of anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're, so, we're going down the stairwell. I think we exercise some, some ninja prowess, and we want to get as close as possible so we can hear and see as much as we can. Yep. Give me a percentile check for Sneaky Sneaky. 61. Okay, 74. I'm bad at this. You're not that bad. It's something where Master Splinter would probably critique your form, but you're definitely good at sneaking. They're not going to catch you. Okay, don't tell Master Splinter, Raph. Oh, oh yeah, I won't. <laughs> I promise. Uh, okay, you guys sneak down. You're now near like one of the back doors that they used to take the food up to the ballroom. 
Tracking error. Uh oh. So sorry, we introduced this is a, a homebrewed mechanic from one of Sean's other games, but because this is a VHS copy of this movie, sometimes there are <laughs> tracking errors. Um is where people who aren't currently in the scene can interject some shenanigans. Um as they get into this back room where the food prep is done, um a guy starts backing into the room from one of the adjoining doors, pulling one of those big catering carts. So he hasn't seen them yet, but he's backing into the room. Oh, yeah. There is food on the carts, and it smells incredible. So what are you guys doing? Are there one of those catering carts that, that's going to obviously go out there? Like, is is there one? Yeah, like in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I pop under it. Well, we have Rap- to get rid of the guy first, so hang no, on. No, we don't. If I if I sneakily ninja under one of those little catering cart thingies that has, like, the, the tablecloth, oh, yeah, he doesn't right. see. Okay. So, I mean, it uh, fits one. Find your own. Find your own cart. <laughs> I was hoping you guys were going to both put chef coats on. <laughs> no, Leonardo. So I want, let, let Chris do his thing and then I'll do my thing. Oh, I'm sorry, that, let that, Raphael do his thing. That guy, uh, though, is going gonna, is gonna to know that this cart is suddenly much heavier than it was a minute ago. <laughs> nah, well, it man, all depends people in movies never notice that. How do I read a 10-2 for percentage? 12. Okay. Oh, that's a very good roll. So I sneaks. <laughs> Leo was talking to you, and then suddenly you were gone, like that fast. It's like, like, like when all April's the turtles apartment. hide in the first one. And yeah. Yes, exactly. April's apartment. I can't believe that he just did that. He left me in here alone. All right. Uh, get Raph out of So there's one guy that backed in with the cart that is pushing Raph, right? Is there another guy? Did I miss that? He backed the cart in, and he's just going to go get more carts. Okay. There's another guy that's going to come in and then take the carts okay. out. I'm jumping into the industrial sink full of water. <laughs> <laughs> and also dishes, presumably? It's the closest thing to me. So I am I look around, I find the industrial sink, and I'm, I'm going to submerge myself because I can hold my breath for a while. Accompanied by that weird Donatello spitting water sound effect from the first movie. (laughs) You duck in there and there's a loud splash. Water goes all over the floor. The guy turns around and, you know, he sees like this big weird turtle shell sticking out of the sink. Um, (laughs) I didn't think this through. I'm bad Leonardo. He looks at the cart, back at the turtle shell, back at the cart, shrugs, walks back down the stairs. (laughs) He's like, "I, I don't get paid enough to worry about this problem. And and Raphael Raphael has like been looking from underneath the the you know the uh, the tablecloth just like uh, he's just like I guess we're they, serving snapper soup tonight I didn't get the bebo but uh, tonight they dine on turtle soup um, yeah he's walking down you can hear him complaining about all the weird different chefs they've brought in from all over New York all over the world because who would cook different weird stuff like wild boar and and free range rhinoceros so, <laughs> so the room is empty. I get out of my sink and uh, I, um, I I do a little doggy shake to get the water off of me. And uh, I need to figure out a way to find Raphael. So I'm looking around the room for a disguise. I need to figure out how I can get out into that space. What do I have around me? Uh, well, there's a chef's coat hanging there. All right. I'm, I'm definitely throwing on the chef's coat. I'm throwing on the hat. This new chef has a very odd complexion. Yeah, no, no one ever looks at the, the waiter. It's always the menu and the food. Yeah, no, no one looks... Am I? Oh, you know what? Hang on. Here's an idea. I have an idea. I got to hide. So if I even if I throw the chef coat on, I'm going to have this giant hump on my back of a turtle shell. Right. Is there anything like uh, any kind of like large uh, like a sack of something I could like throw over my shoulder to help disguise my my turtle shell? 
Uh, yes, uh, there is a huge sack of flour that you can grab for precisely <laughs> that purpose. There you go. I take a big sack of flour with me. Is this how these games work, guys? <laughs> yes, this is. It, it is now. <sighs> so meanwhile, up on the roof, you can see that most of them uh, have gotten anxious, and the purple dragons are escorting this big Russian mobster guy. Uh, and the guy with the purple mohawk, they both look like uh, they're uh, ready to kill each other. Um, clearly over, uh, some dust up in the back doorway. Uh, each one is waiting for the other one to make the first move, but they take their seats opposite each other and angrily stare each other down along the table. It doesn't seem like there's much love lost here. The man in the fur coat, uh, and one of the gang members, uh, sits to his right, uh, stand before the rest of the assembled group. All right, sir. I think we can begin. As you know, he motions to the table, your benefactor tonight is Mr. Wolf Murakami, and he is going to be opening the bidding tonight. Murakami stands up. I'm glad that everyone is here. Representing the Brighton Beach Dagger Lords, Ivan Storenko. Miso Kafuni of the Purple Dragons, he says, motioning to the old gentleman. Anton Zek of the Hell's Kitchen Roadhogs. He motions to the biker. There's a big guy with sharp little angular features at the far end of the table. Craig Rocco from the Mole Squad, he continues. Uh, and there's a little hairy guy towards the back. And Caesar Hambone of the Soho Weasels. Welcome all. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've forgotten Caesar where I Caesar Hambone of the Soho Weasels. <laughs> Mikey and Alapex are on the front part of the roof, right? Yeah. Are we still hanging off the roof? I thought that's what we did last <laughs> turn. Um, they were looking over the roof. Oh, never mind. Yeah, I figured you just looked over the side. <laughs> Michelangelo, I am concerned that you are still hanging over the side of the roof. Perhaps you should come back <laughs> on the roof. Or go down. I mean, I think, shouldn't we go down? Uh, so you've learned that that little old guy in the shawl, his name is Miso Kafune, and he's somehow tied. Uh, to uh, the Purple Dragons. Mikey and Alapex are talking about whether or not to go down, and I give them, like, a series of really complicated, like, you know, like, military <laughs> hand gestures. <laughs> yeah. And I give a bunch back that don't mean, clearly don't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mikey just starts voguing. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, if you want to go down, go down. I'll stay here. <laughs> Why didn't you just say so? I uh, did. That's what the hand gestures were. <laughs> Alapex, uh, give me another percentile check. 30? That's 13. 13. 13. Okay. That's very good. Now your okay. hearing is back, and you hear this strange sound. It sounds like an engine, but also kind of flapping. It's hmm. an odd sound. Is it some kind of... Is it some kind of mechanical bird? It's more like something flapping against the ground. It's very rhythmic. It's like bap, 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 Oh, I think we should go check out what that sound is. So we should climb down. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have to climb down. You should be able to just go over to the edge of the building and look down. Oh, okay. Well, let's do that. Then. All right, let's, let's just look over the let's edge. Go, let's go I really want to climb a rope, but <laughs> I guess we'll just look over the edge. You head to the front of the restaurant and you see a, uh, a an NYPD tow truck with one flat tire. You're looking it over. There's bullet holes in that thing, strange burns all over. It looks as though it's been like in a war. It pulls up 
uh, and a group of two figures in the same blankets they put you in, Alapex, those NYPD, like uh, the safety blankets. Yeah. Um, uh, these two big, oddly shaped figures are coming out of it, wearing these blankets, almost like hoods, and they start to make their way into the restaurant. Um, they start to make their way into the restaurant. Uh, you can see that one of the guards that's been posted is trying to stop them. And it looks like there's, you know, these two big, uh, uh, misshapen guys coming out of this, this truck, uh, both seem to have sort of a, a dull gray skin and, mm-hmm. and strange protrusions on their back. Uh, one of them grabs the guard with a gray three fingered hand and tosses him all the way down the street. Uh, just mm. uh, overhand all the way down the street. Oh, no. Um, Whoa. And uh, you can hear the other guards starting to react. That creature is very strong. Yeah, considering how strong that old dude was. <laughs> Are you coming over to check it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Donatello, perhaps you should come see this. Uh, so, yeah, I see what you just described. Yeah, you see oh. that they're breaking into the front of the building despite the Foot Clan guards. Oh, this can't be good. Hmm. That's not human, whatever that is. And that means if they're in a police truck and the police and TCRI were working, these have to be some of the other mutants that they were talking about. Mutant cops. No, 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 not necessarily cops. This could just be a high. I mean, look at the state the truck is in. We need to get word to Raph and Leo. Uh, Meanwhile, downstairs, Leo, you're carrying a sack of flour and dressed as a chef. And... So oh, glad that oh, happened. Tracking error. He's humming the chef song from The Little Mermaid. Le, po- le poisson. <laughs> le poisson, le poisson. Na, 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 na. Damn it. I wish I watched that movie more closely now. I don't know if that's an appropriate use of the tracking error, but I'll allow it. <laughs> it's, it's skirting the line, but... Uh, so a lady in a gray suit walks into the secondary kitchen, the one that you're in, doesn't even look up from her clipboard and points to you. She then points to the cart that Raph is hiding in. She says, what are you doing? Get those appetizers out there now. Come on, come on, come on. Oui, uh, mademoiselle. Très bien. So I, I take the, the, I take the bag Chinese of flour. Restaurant. But I'm singing La Poisson, so clearly I'm a French chef. I take the bag of flour and I immediately hurl it under the cart and start pushing the cart uh, towards the uh, the table where all these uh, thugs are sitting with nary a plan in and, mind. And Leo can just hear like a, a hissing, damn, coming from the cart. <laughs> uh, so you're pushing it towards the room and you can very clearly hear what Wolf Murakami is saying. He's holding up a small computer disc. He says... All right. You all know why you're here. You remember what happened a couple of years ago. Every single one of you has a vested interest in what I have to say. And at that point, two of the less foot thugs produce from a bag that was at his side a container of glowing radioactive ooze and place it in the middle of the table. I give Raph a little kick under the cart. <laughs> a knowing little kick. Raph, it's ooze. They've got ooze. Damn! The Russian guy reaches for the ooze, and then the biker slaps his hand away like, that's mine. And you see the two of them start snarling at each other again. Why do you think that belongs to you already? Says the Russian. Mirakami says, gentlemen, we can discuss this. There is a stockpile of this exact 
I don't know, I suppose you would call it a weapon, waiting for the highest bidder on this disc. Um, all right, I need rolls from Donnie, Mikey, and Alapex. Yeah. All right, that's 10 and 2, so that's 12. I got a 19. Uh, oh, shoot, hang on. F- 57? All right, Alapex is obviously a little bit distracted, but Mikey, Donnie, uh, yeah, that waiter is definitely Leo. <laughs> In fact, you have no idea how they haven't noticed him. He's a turtle dressed as a chef. I'm impressed that they've made it this far. Yes, that like is a obviously a giant is- turtle in a chef hat costume. Right? I like that our version of Turtles 5 is just a straight Mikey, up comedy. they're about to be in so much trouble. Whatever those mutants are that are coming, there's no way those people aren't going to realize that that's Leo for very long. Even if they don't know our brother. Can we see that there's ooze on the table from the uh, from the, the skylight? Yeah, you, you can see that, yes. It is glowing. Um, Leo and Raph, both yes. of you guys roll percentile for me. Oh, I'm okay. so bad at this. All right. I kind of want Leo to roll 100 right now. I got an 11. Oh, crud. 85. Uh, Leo, you hear a sound of a scuffle, a brief struggle, and then a body hitting the floor. I just hear it. Uh, you just heard it. Do I see what direction it's coming from, or do I just hear it? Uh, it sounds like it might be coming from the stairs. Oh, my God. What do I do? All right. I hear the sound. I'm in a chef's hat. I've got Raph under the table. Um I take the, the first thing I'm going to do is I've I've it, this is dangerous. We need to I, I'm starting to sense that we need to get out of here. Also, we're I, we're stuck. Maybe I can use this sound as a distraction. Can I jump I'm in? Gonna, yeah. Sorry. On the roof. I want to look frantically around to see if I can find any cables that look like the, anything that might be connected to this building's internal alarm system. Uh, OK. Give me a technology check. Yeah. All right. So 34. Yep, you found the alarm system. All right, I want to trip it. Okay, yeah, you trip the alarm system and everything goes haywire. All right, can I jump in? I'm going to say everyone, actually, roll a 20-sided die. We're in initiative now. Holy shit. I got a 10. I got a 15. 15 as well. What's the house rule if it goes off the table? Do we play it where it lands or do we re-roll it? Uh, That's your call. (laughs) Your choice. All right, You can re-roll unless it's really good. It's a 20. I got a 17. If you have a natural 20, you keep it. (laughs) All right, Mikey, you're going first. Lights have gone out. Something is happening. My gut tells me to jump through the skylight window, but that's probably a really bad idea. That that makes it perfect for Mikey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, screw it. We're going to get glass and some food. (laughs) All right. All right, you're jumping through. Give me another roll to land for impact. 11. Okay, 11. It's not great, but you managed to land. Uh, you do three-point landing, boom, in the middle of the table. Um, there's already been a fight that has started when you jump through the skylight. You can see the Russian and the biker have launched at each other over the ooze canister and are fighting. Weirder still, Murakami is falling forward. His skin is covered in these weird reddish lesions. This all happened at a fraction of a second, and there's foam coming out of his mouth, and it looks like he's dropped the disc. Oh, man, he must have had a suicide tooth. <laughs> so counting backward from 20 19 18 okay you see that the biker pushes the russian and they're like fighting they topple over the side stairway into the first floor 18 17 17 didn't rachel weren't you on 17 yeah i got a 17 all right alapex what are you doing uh chaos has broken out after May- mikey went through the, the skylight i'm diving in i want to so help you're jumping into the hole that mikey made Yes, but I'm going to do it way more gracefully. 
Okay, roll for me. <laughs> Superhero landing. We'll let the dice decide that. 18. That's good. So I do I do the nice like tuck and roll and I land just perfectly. Yeah, you could even do a couple of backflips on the way down if you want. Yes. You literally float down. Yeah, I just kind Her of hover down in the, the ground. So where are you going? You could either go after the bikers or Wolf Mom Murakami, who at this point has clearly been killed. I'm going to go after Murakami. I want to know what's on that disc. It might be a key to my memory. Okay, you do a perfect forward roll. Bam, you grab the disc. Outside of the two fighting criminals, everyone else at the table looks up at you like, what is that weird werewolf thing? Okay, uh, 17, 16, 15. 15? I'm on 15. And uh, who else? Someone else was on 15 too, right? I had 15. All right. All right, Leo and Donnie. Leo's in the room, so he's going first. All right, so Alapex is going after the disc. Uh, Alapex, grab the disc. I'm going after the canister of ooze. Oh, wasn't that? Didn't that go over the railing with Steranko and Zek? I can't leave that out there. We can't let ooze be floating around. Whether there's a stockpile somewhere else or this one canister, we can't let it fall into the wrong hands. I'm going after it. Uh, okay. You run down the stairs. You see the two of them fighting over it, and then they just go tumble into the kitchen. I'm I'm, fo- I'm following. I got to get it. Ooh, it. We got to get it back. Right, so all the lights are still off in the whole building, right? The lights are uh, flashing because, you know, it's an alarm. And I'm wearing a chef suit, so nothing suspicious is going to happen. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Um, Don't be so suspicious. So I'm, I'm going to follow them into the kitchen, and I'm going to I'm searching around for whatever weapon I can find in there because I can't imagine that I have my swords on me under the chef's coat. Well, there's a cleaver and a carving knife. That sounds perfect. I grab those, and I'm going in. I've got to retrieve. I'm I'm going to go after without trying to be seen. I'm going to try to stick to the shadows, but I'm going to try to sneak that canister of ooze away from these two guys fighting over it. Uh, okay, then we'll go to Donnie. Yeah. Uh, shoot, I don't even know what to do at this point. Um. So that room directly below us is like erupted into fighting. Yeah. Uh, um, can I pause real quick? Yeah. At the end of the last episode, we were hanging out with Casey and April. Did they f- come with us? Yeah, they said they were going to take the car. They were going to come get you guys. Oh, perfect. I'm going to radio April and Casey over the uh, turtle com and be like, guys, we need wheels now. You're Casey after like a little while. Uh, reaching around, grabbing the, the comm. He's like, are you sure you guys can't give me another five minutes? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your base human desires disgust me. This is code red. This is code orange, purple, blue. Get over here. And I, I guess I jumped down through the skylight too, because why the hell not? <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Uh, roll a 20 sided. <laughs> That's a 15. All right, you land on your feet next to Alapex, and now there's a bunch there. I would say it's like 25 gang members. Uh, this is not including the gang leaders, all starting to make their way towards you. <laughs> I look at all of the people in the room around us and go, uh, great party, guys. Anybody want to play charades? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're real glad you jumped through the roof now. Uh, Raph, you're the last one to go. Yeah. All right, so this is one of those times I wish we had some sort of like a map and like some geography to know where people are. So I I guess my my initiative being last makes perfect sense cuz I'm kind of like trying to get out uh, from under the cart that you know it's been like moving around or whatever. So so I can like I've sort of followed what happened. I can see that Alopex has gone down. She's got the disc. Leo went after uh, those two guys that had the canister moves. Do the do the gang does like the twenty five does the wall of gangsters that are are closing in on Donnie and Alopex like am I behind them at all? Uh yeah. Okay. Uh can I I because Raph is like the strongest one. I pick up the the I can I pick up the catering cart and just throw it at like a bunch of them. 
Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, throw a 20-sider to strike. Uh, that's a big metal catering cart. That's really heavy. That's a perfect opportunity for that bowling pin sound. 15. You take out seven of them. Yes! <laughs> can he quickly eat all the appetizers for strength and then throw it like Popeye? <laughs> <laughs> or like in Link in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I love throwing the card at the bunch of them, though. Yeah, That's a classic. I, I, I pick up, you know, I'm angry and I'm Raphael and I got the... <sighs> okay, so that's like a corridor for you guys to come through. Come on! <laughs> Shout back, three more to pick up the spare, bro. <laughs> Let's go! There is now a great uh, line for the three uh, the three of you to just run straight to the big picture window overlooking Chinatown. Okay, it is the next round of combat. So everyone roll for me one more time. 19! I got a 10. I got a three. I also got three. 12. This is, I'm getting a feeling this is the someone gets captured act of the movie. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, 19's high, uh, wraps up. All right, so I, I, I've got, like, a clear shot between, like, uh, you know, the, all the, the criminals, like, to this big glass thing, and are, are Donnie and Alapex, like, on the way for me, or do I have to wait? We're on the table, yeah. Okay, so, like, I, 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 I uh, the extendable baton that I had, I whip that out, extend it, and just hurl it at the window to break it because you don't actually want to jump through friggin' windows, dummies. Um, and <laughs> as I, and I, and I sprint or double dash yeah, or whatever sort of, whatever the move is, I'm moving as fast as I can. And I like grab like Mikey by his bandana and Alapex I take by the hand and I'm just like, let's go. I managed to grab two dumplings off the table. And, and, all <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully they don't have glass in them. Roll to strike. 19 again. Yeah, you nailed it. Uh, seconds later, you're out the window before anyone can react. Mikey, what did you get? I got a 10. Okay, you're going next. Uh, I got Leo, a 12. What were you on? Yeah. I had a 12. Uh, yeah, but you're on the next floor, so I'm going to... Um... Gotcha. Okay, cool. So so I was just pulled through a window? Yeah. I defenestrated you for your own good. Oh, good word. <laughs> You've been pulled through a window, you're jumping two stories down, and you see this yellow and green streak coming straight down Mott Street at like 50 miles per hour. Oh, that must be our van. Hey! Um, well, the uh, I still have this grappling hook that I didn't get to use earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to try to throw it around maybe the sign to give us like a swinging point so we can kind of break the fall. Excellent. Give me a 20-sided to strike. Oh, God. Oh, one. You got a one? <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> oh. Oh. Do me a favor. Roll a 20-sided one more time. Uh, and Alapex, what are you doing while all this is going on? I'm desperately trying to grab on to either one of these turtles. <laughs> okay, roll for that. Oh, I got a 20. I got a nine. I'm just picturing her, like, grabbing onto the rim of one of their shells with her little <laughs> foot paws on the back of it, like yeah. someone holding out, like, a Exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, so you miss, and in the next few seconds, you drop down. Mikey, you take 18 damage. Ouch. I'm really glad that uh, we didn't retcon the colors of the party wagon in any way. Like, we didn't do the movie thing where it's, like, cool and black. It's still a big green and yellow monster tearing right. down the streets you of Manhattan. Completely... But that would not have happened in the movie. You said I took 18 damage? 
Uh, yeah, your SDC uh, starts at 142, so that's the way it works. SDC is like a video game health bar. Uh, it stands for Structural Damage Capacity. Um, and then, like, think like a video game health bar. That's when it's green. Your hit points are when it starts to get red. You guys, being turtles, you're all super tough. You have a lot of SDC. Because the shells... Yeah, your hit points are 32, so yeah, you've definitely got a lot of hit points left. That said, it still hurt like hell. So I go down to 124. Yes, you essentially bounce off the sign on the road and feel yourself being dragged along. So you are now water skiing on a Chinese restaurant sign behind the party wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Calabunga, dude. Uh, Alapex, you and Raph are on the roof of the van. Yeah. Uh, Donnie, you're still in the restaurant. How are you getting out of there? Um... I'm going to, but like, <laughs> it all happened so fast. Oh, wow. I totally, I, I took as many. I've only got two hands. Um, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity because that the uh, you guys all went out that window and I saw Leo leave the room, right? Yeah. He went down the stairway on the side of the ballroom uh, down to the first floor. I, I like- you could also follow Leo. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna vault over any remaining standing gangsters with my bow, and chase off in the direction that Leo went to let him know that we're getting out of here. Roll a twenty sided. I shall. It is a ten. Okay. Yeah, you launch right over the gangsters onto the first floor landing, and you see Leo just duck and grab a carving knife and a cleaver and head towards the kitchen. Those are not PG weapons. What, would you rather he grabbed combat cold cuts? Yes. <laughs> By the way, buy our T-shirt, Combat Cold Cuts, at Public today. Nice plug. Nice plug. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to chase him into the kitchen. Okay, Leo, you have run into the kitchen after these guys, and uh, I'm actually going to have you roll a 20-sided for a horror check. Horror factor. All right. Six. Okay, oh. you're just stunned. You heard the sound of fighting. They were definitely fighting. Uh, they had also had the canister. Um and you come into the kitchen to see all of the animals that had been brought in by all of these weird, different worldwide chefs. Uh, you see that the Russian guy is covered in radioactive ooze and has just toppled backwards into a rhinoceros. The biker, also covered in ooze, has fallen backward onto a wild boar. What the shell? <laughs> Donnie, you come in a few seconds after him and you see this. Uh, he's, he's just stunned. Um, there's screaming over the music playing from a boombox in the corner. Uh, but you can hear the screaming and the weird wet sounds of their bones breaking and their bodies mutating uh, as they merge with oh, these yeah. horrified animals. It's got to do the, the horror roll, too. Yep. What do I roll for this? 20. Uh, that's a one. <laughs> Oof. Oh, God, you guys are so weak. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you rolled a one, so you are completely paralyzed with fear. Uh, Leo, you can sort of react, but you're still seeing something. You've never actually witnessed um, a mutation, especially not one taking place this quickly um, or right in front of your eyes. Uh, But all around you are all the weird animals uh, that these various chefs from all over the world have brought in. Uh, Chickens, weird birds. uh, You even think you might see a wolverine on a chain. Uh, But the rhinoceros and the warthog are merging with these two criminals um, in a horrifying display of twisting flesh and bone uh, as they slowly but surely begin to mutate and shift into the forms of a 
Warthog Man and uh, Rhinoceros Man. <clears throat> As they are shifting, you see uh, the rhinoceros grab his head and, uh, and, and give a guttural screech of pain. Uh, the biker is down on one knee and gives an earth-shattering snort. Uh, okay, well, I guess we're not getting the ooze, so we need to get out of here. My thoughts exactly. I feel an expeditious retreat is in order. <laughs> I take my cleaver, and I'm going to try to locate, like, uh, if there's any kind of, like, gas piping or some kind of, like, fuel line for the for the, for the the stoves in here. I'm going to try oh, to, yeah. can I hurl it at it just to kind of create a diversion? Uh, yeah, good call. Um, <clears throat> rolled strike, right. uh, 20-sided. I rolled a nine. Uh, yeah, you make it. It's not going to explode right away, but okay. you can hear the sound of the gas hissing out of the pipe. Uh, you can see the Russian starting to get up now as a horn is slowly and painfully projecting out of the front of his skull, and he begins pawing at the ground as if unable to resist the urge to charge. Um, seeing what Leo did, I'm going to start clicking the pilot lights on all the, the ranges and then turn, nod to Leo, and run. Give me a percentile check. You got it. For both of us? 84. Not great. <laughs> 14. 14? Yeah. The chefs that were in here have long since cleared out among the chaos, but that music from the boombox is still playing, and you can see there's an old-style stereo system that the chefs were using. And there's two cassettes and, uh, sitting next to the old tape deck on the boombox, and I'll let you guys guess what kind of music are written on the tapes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So I can I can only guess what was on the cassette tapes. I'm very excited. Um, where else have I ever seen, a, what is it, a rhinoceros and some sort of hog thing in Ninja Turtles can? I can't imagine what this is going to be. Um, Sean, thank you so much, guys. It's been a blast. We will see everyone for episode six. Where could it go? I don't know. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Cowabunga. Cowabunga.